Hello, listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, and welcome to another episode of Cloud Nine Fin. I'm your host, Will Cager Smith, and today I'm joined once again by David Bell, one of our deputy editors. So thanks for helping me out with the pod again, David. Hi, Will. Thanks for having me back. All right. So this week we're talking about SOFA and LIBOR amendments, a big topic in leverage finance at the moment. This is how leverage loan issuers are transitioning their LIBOR-linked loan coupons to the new SOFA rate. Um, and that seems a reasonable enough request generally, but things are always more complex than they seem in the loan market. And this is causing some real friction lately. Yeah, that's right. It's it's even getting to the point where lenders are even considering legal action now, or at least getting legal advice on on how to deal with these requests. Aha. The lawyers are getting involved. Always fun. Um, so just to back up a second, let's just recap this whole issue. Can you remind us of what the crux of the problem, or not the problem, but the, the crux of the LIBOR transition situation is? Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think, actually fairly straightforward at the heart of it because um, loans have floating rate coupons, which are expressed as a margin over LIBOR. But LIBOR is being phased out later this year and replaced with SOFA. Right. But the problem is SOFA yields less than LIBOR. So investors want to be compensated to accept a low rate. And borrowers, quite understandably, would prefer it to, they'd prefer to offer no or as little compensation as possible in order to keep their borrowing costs down. Right. And it's a situation where every little helps these days because rates and spreads are so high in comparison to the last few years. It's actually, this reminds me a bit of how borrowers are trying all these tricks to get around MFN protection. We did a podcast on that not too long ago, but um, that's that's another story. So back on SOFA amendments, it seems pretty inevitable that there would be some friction on these changes. But then again, we often hear about loan investors and other lenders in the credit markets pushing back or expressing concern or objecting to things and often it just never goes anywhere so what's the latest development on this situation yeah well i mean investor pushback has really ramped up and they've actually had some success we've we've seen a few deals um where investors have pushed back on sofa amendments from companies like oryx midstream wellpet viagogo Comscope, these are all companies that have tried um, to, you know, push through these amendments and investors weren't happy with the CSA that was on offer. Um, and and now lenders are, are pushing for borrowers to offer them a spread in line with what ARC recommends. ARC being? That's the Alternative Reference Rates Committee. Right, as opposed to the Cathy Woods ETF. Um, and what is their recommendation? What's the ARC recommendation? So they're, they're recommending a tiered CSA adjustment. Um, so depending on the duration of, of SOFA, they are suggesting 11 basis points for the one month rate, 26 basis points for the three month rate and 43 basis points for the six month rate. Right. Okay. So this is actually different from when we last wrote about this in December. So back then, lenders were pushing back. And in a couple of cases, they were able to get 10 basis point CSA. And they felt great because plenty of amendments were going through with 
zero. So what's changed now? Why are they suddenly demanding more compensation in the past few weeks? Yeah, I think part of it is just gradually the awareness of of these of these amendments and the issue has increased. So there's there's that. I think there were some instances where lenders weren't really switched onto this and issuers were able to kind of push through these amendments through the market at awkward times, like that weird week between Christmas and New Year where people are on vacation, they're probably wondering what day of the week it is. The last, the last thing they're thinking about is a credit spread adjustment. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's not not exactly a, a period where people are super switched on to the, the primary loan market. No, exactly. And, and so the market came back in January and um, a big CLO equity investor, Eagle Point Credit Management, hosted this group conference call where they basically got you know 70 or so um, market participants, um, other CLO equity investors, and they told them, look, you guys need to get your CLO managers to push back on these amendments and, and hold out for the ARC recommendations. Right. Yeah. It was kind of like a, a rallying call, literally. Yeah, it did sound like a like a call to arms among among those uh, CLO equity investors, because I, I think they realized just how much money is being left on, on the table with these amendments. Um, and it's basically going from from their pockets as CLO equity investors to the private equity sponsors who own a lot of these borrowers just by by lowering the company's um, cost of debt, essentially. Right. Yeah, it makes sense that CLO equity investors are shouting the loudest about this because 10 or 15 basis points might not sound like a lot, but when you consider it across a, not just across a, a, a very large leveraged loan um, facility, but across a like a 400 million or 500 million CLO portfolio, given the leverage in CLO structures, that small reduction in spread has a really meaningful impact on CLO equity returns and you know potentially on excess spread. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think a lot of those equity investors also have um a lot of sway in the the CLO market, the leverage loan market because um so many CLO managers, especially the smaller guys, are really dependent on third-party equity investors to finance their deals. So um you have the equity investors telling the CLO managers you guys need to give us a report of all of the CSA amendments you're seeing um, come across your way, how you push back, what the result is. And, you know, if we're not happy about how you're, how you're doing, we'll maybe think twice about investing in your deals. Yeah, it's very fractious, isn't it? I feel like this issue has the potential to cause friction on so many relationships across the, the leveraged finance market, you know, between CLO managers and their equity partners, loan investors and agent banks who are kind of stuck in the middle between their PE clients and 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 the lenders on the other side. And PE clients are obviously very important fee generators. And, you know, and on the other side, there's the leveraged loan investors who they need to sell their deals to in the future. And, uh, but I, I still wonder, for CLO managers, it, it's all very well if an equity investor picks up the phone and they say, you need to put pressure on agent banks to to do this. And there's something kind of, significant and maybe symbolic about that but I, I wonder what is the actual recourse like is there any real way that leveraged loan investors can get any kind of remediation and 
fix this sort of suboptimal CSA problem? Yeah, I think I think this is a question. Like, once it goes through, can can um, investors uh, retrospectively do anything about it? Right, and even and, and even before it's gone through, like, can they even do anything about it during the 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 amendment process? Like, what's the what levers do they have to pull? Well, a lot of these are structured like neg- with negative consents. Um, so it, it requires um, an investor to actively object. Otherwise, it goes through. So they're, if they're switched on, they, they can object, but they need to have, usually they need to have at least 50% of the lenders to object in order for it to, um, to not go through. Yeah, with the with the negative consent deadlines on these amendments, it's it, you know, like you mentioned, it's pretty clear that if you don't proactively object or fail to persuade enough other lenders to proactively object, what recourse do you have? I mean, it's not exactly, you know, it's not exactly um, a strong argument. No, it, it's not a slam dunk, or it doesn't seem like one. There, there's this question over whether you could challenge the wording in the credit agreements around how the CSA is set. Right, I see. Because some credit agreements say the CSA needs to be based on prevailing market rates, which, you know, is pretty vague. Right. Like how do you define that? Who decides what the prevailing market rate is, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. So there's just no there's no hard and fast rule with any of this. The the ARC recommendations are just advisory. Right. Yeah. And you have some agent banks looking at the docs and, and based on their reading, they're saying, well, we don't think it's necessary to ask for consent. Or you have other situations where the credit agreement allows the CSA to be set by the revolver lender. So in that case, in that case, they might not need to go to the term loan investors. Right. And on their end, they're also they're incentivized to agree to the the CSA that the sponsor wants because like that's their, you know, that's their fee generating client. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. So it's, it's not like there's a one size fits all solution here on, on the legal front or, or even a, a legal solution at all, but uh, maybe there's enough ambiguity in some of these situations for a bit of, of legal back and forth. Yeah. I think, I think we'll find out. I'm sure we will, but for now we should wrap this up. So thanks for explaining that all David. It's really helpful. Thanks. Well, no problem. All right. Well, that's all we've got time for this week. Thanks for tuning in. And please drop us an email on team at ninefin.com if you particularly enjoyed this episode or if you have ideas of other topics we should cover on the podcast. And don't forget to check in next week with our European team. I'll be back the week after that. So until then, as always, take care.